ever feel like you are a hundred? We are today. Yes, it's our 100th show and we are talking strategies for social media as we head into 2022. So keep listening. Welcome to Let's Get Social with me, Philip Twyford, to the Curly Marketer, social media strategist and management. And me, Emer Duffy of Fit Social Media, your social media personal trainer. So if you're confused about social media or not sure what channels to use, well, we've got you covered on Let's Get Social. Happy birthday to us. Happy birthday to us. Here, hold us. on. Hold on. Don't be singing. Don't be singing. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah, because you're actually going to make me feel 100, <laughs> even though we are 100 today. Um, I feel and 100. That, <laughs> I really do, especially after listening to nearly 100 social media jokes. Can you believe that? I can't believe that. Yeah, 100 digital giggles that will, you know, <sighs> you know, give anyone the ability to become the life and soul of the party. Even you, Emer. Really? Yeah. Thanks very much. It's a Christmas cracker every day of the week. Shh, I don't want to think about Christmas. It's, coming. it's like, oh my God, it's like, what, three weeks away? Um, anyway, and to celebrate, I'm not even thinking about Christmas because um, I'm a bit of a last minute.com, as you know. Yeah. I have done something and nothing. Let me explain. Um, on Emer's experiences, the good, the bad, and the ugly, tips, questions, and even the odd quiz. And as it's our 100th show, you, you're still feeling it's 130. Yeah, I'm yeah, still, yeah, 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 yeah I'm declining. Imagine <laughs> 100 shows of me. God, that's terrible. I thought I would go and find you to make up for it the mm. perfect gift with a difference. Nice. I like difference. Yeah. So um, I have a quick question. Do you ever say, oh, I want nothing for my birthday, Father's Day, Christmas? Does that ring a bell? Never. I am very greedy. I always want something on those occasions. No, no, I I, I, <laughs> I, don't get something. I don't get something. I just want a big hug. Ah, uh, <laughs> I love to be virtual. Well, I headed off and went on to the website that you love, Amazon. Right. And here you go. Nothing. <laughs> 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 I hope you like it's the gift of nothing. Yeah. Right. So as you can see, it is cleverly designed box and that contains nothing. Just an empty box of air with nothing at all. So there you go, Mr. T. You can get this on Amazon, I take it. Yeah. It's yeah. an actual product that actually yeah. is a plastic ball that has nothing in it. Yeah. Well, like my husband's always saying, oh, I want nothing for this and I want nothing for that. So. Interesting. I wonder, is this a big seller? <laughs> sure it's got it quite a few is. reviews, I tell you. Does it? Really? Um, oh, right. So my tip for this week is if anyone out there has the challenge of looking for a gift for someone who wants nothing for Christmas, then yeah. head over to Amazon and type in nothing. nothing. So there wow. you go. Well, I'm not going to give you anything. In fact, you, you will get something, not nothing on this hundred <laughs> show. Is so gonna, confusing. It is really confusing. There's nothing in my head at the moment. Well, I will go there. <laughs> no, no, no. I'd say you have something in your head right now. I do. No, it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, no, no. For the hundredth time, I can't actually believe I'm saying this. It is your favorite part of the show, Emer. Uh, it's like a hundred years. Go on. Yeah. No, yeah. no, it's not. <laughs> yes, it's the hundredth. Yes, the one double zero digital giggle. Red alert! Red alert! God, apologies, everyone. No, yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking. All I can say is I've had ninety nine jokes so far. This one better be good. I think this is good. Although, listen, yeah, you know, I'm a bit, I'm a bit sad, Emer. 
on my bedside on the hundred show. Yeah, you you may not know this, but my hot air balloon business is not doing well. Really? Really? Yeah. Unfortunately, it just did not take off. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God! I, I, thinking, I, I thought I thought you were going to say there's a lot of hot air there, you know. But anyway, um, <laughs> maybe you should start. You should get in touch with the nothing company. <laughs> I think I, yeah, there's nothing there. Yeah. Tell them you have some free hot air for them. I don't know, you know. Anyway, all I have to say is, if you find today's joke, which was something or nothing i don't know uh anyway engaging and would love more of them you are in luck you can catch philip's previous jokes and indeed our other shows by hopping on to the let's get social podcast on podbeam itunes spotify and the dublin south fm website so anyway and as that, was always say, that was very uplifting that was very right through the first three minutes no really you and you'll be grand uh, you'll yeah. be grand no don't speed through you know i know i know some of you are saying oh this is the digital groan not the digital giggle but you know hey it's these are classic, you know. But no, we decided for our 100 show that, you know, as we're coming towards the end of the year and businesses are planning maybe to step into the world of social media or maybe businesses are using social mm. quite a lot, that we would um, maybe revisit the whole topic of strategy and planning for Look, everybody, he keeps on saying he never gets a chance to talk about what he likes. So uh, <laughs> I thought I'd be nice and let him. Once a year, Emer. Once a year. Thank you. Once a year. Yes, it is a topic that I do love. So thank you. <laughs> but I suppose December is always a very good time. Like a lot of marketers, business. I'm going to say. I'm going to use the phrase "take stock." Take stock, indeed. Yeah, absolutely. And start to plan, Emer. You know, oh, for yeah. the new year. You know, that's probably, that's probably where I'm going wrong. You know, <laughs> exactly. You just don't plan. You know, nope. so nope, nope. nope. But I think, I think there's a couple of things, really. I think the first thing, obviously, is to start thinking about your, your goals and objectives for 2022, you know, and, and I suppose ask yourself, especially when it relates to social, you know, what mm. is your why? Like, there's a great book by Simon Sinek called What's Your Why? He explores this whole particular topic whereby if you can identify as a business why or an individual why you are doing something, mm-hmm. you know, what's your motivation for doing it? What's your reasoning? It gives you real clarity, you know? Yeah, that makes a lot um, of sense. Yeah. And, and I suppose it can apply really well to to social media, you know, you know and that would actually resonate with like whether you're a B two B or a B two C. Hundred percent, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, like when it comes to social, and when people talk about defining clear goals and objectives, that can sound like, a bit daunting. It can sound a bit daunting and mm-hmm. sort of like, but, but it's more of a case of start off simple. Like, if you're starting with social, is it a case mm-hmm. of that we just want to start to drive more traffic to our website? How can we use social to do that? Or we want to build up our email list or our customer base or generate more business through our website. Or even start the ball rolling with even brand awareness. Like, so. hundred percent. Yeah. hundred percent. Mm. And I think by getting clear on what you want to achieve with mm. social and with your marketing, it allows you get clear overall understanding. Well, I now know what we want to achieve. So let's set up a, a roadmap to do that. Um, okay. I'm going to put you on the spot then. Where do you start? Well, certainly, you know, when you're creating goals, I've always found that the SMART framework is pretty good. Okay. Um, so I'm, I'm going to play devil's advocate here and I'm sitting in front of you and I, I've started a new business and I go, yeah, I'm going to get on Facebook and yeah, I'm going to go on Instagram. And then you're looking at me going, well, you need a strategy. So mm-hmm. what's what does SMART stand for? SMART is a very, I suppose common used acronym just Mm -hmm. to to lay out really a form of creating goals so the s stands for being 
specific. Mm-hmm. So be very clear. Don't be wishy-washy as in, yeah, we want to get a load of followers or we want to get, you know, a hundred thousand euros worth of business on Twitter. Be very specific, but also be kind of realistic about it as well. But be okay. very clear that so, you know, goal for January 2020 is to build brand awareness and grow our Facebook page by X. So then okay. you you have a very clear, the M starts for measurable. So, you know, you need to essentially be kind of, as you rightly say, you know, is, is measure how your performance is actually mm-hmm. getting on so that you can track that. I think the other kind of element then, as I mentioned, is what the A stands for is achievable. You know, as I mentioned. Yeah, because sometimes people have these ideas that they want to, you know, uh, make, yeah. you know, as you say, 50 grand through Facebook sales, all that kind of stuff. And that is a little bit high up on the agenda. It's the we. Oh, very much a, so. Yeah, yeah very, very much so. Um, like, mm. I think uh, I think you have to, especially when you're starting off on social, you mm. have to be aware that socialism can be a quick win. Mm. It is another tactic in your overall communication and marketing. Like R stands for relevant. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of business owners sometimes get in by setting objectives that they love or doing things. Yeah, you want to, want to create a load of videos for YouTube, etc. Mm-hmm. But is it is that going to be relevant to your your goal? So mm-hmm. if you're trying to build sales, is doing all videos or a certain type of content or a certain kind of focus actually going to be relevant to to even your business, you know, Mm. if you're off doing something else. And then T stands for time bound, you know, set yourself a time, you know, when do you want to achieve the goal? So, so I always say to people, you know, keep it simple, you know, have short, medium, long-term goals, you know, so you might have some monthly, quarterly goals for Mm -hmm. channel. Then you might have a, um, say a biannual growth goal and then an annual growth goal. So it's a bit like they'd say, uh, how do you eat an elephant? Small bite, small bite. Do they say the time. that, <laughs> Right. Okay. But I'm saying like a whole strategy. Emer eats elephants. <laughs> I bet they never forgot you. Oh, oh boom, boom. Yeah, yeah. never forget. <laughs> boom, boom. Uh, no, I'm I'm saying is like sometimes it can be very daunting. And if you say you break it down into, you know, bite-sized chunks. Yeah. 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 Buy it because I think a big thing that businesses forget to do and and entrepreneurs and business owners, I'm sure we've both been there, is, mm. is that they don't celebrate those um, little wins. You know, um, like people, it's all about volume or the amount of, but if you've just started on social and and in this week say, great news, we've got 20 new relevant followers following mm. us on Twitter. Mm-hmm. A lot of people gloss over that, but... If you actually took a step back and say, well, there's 20 new people who are our relevant audience, are following yeah. our, our content. Or and who you can share. start to engage with. Exactly. And then, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And then sort of they then. Yeah. And then they might start to say, oh, I want to reach out to them. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. 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 100%. So, yeah, t- that actually might lead into a, a nice point to do with you got to get to know your audience. Um, you do. So, um this is something that I think people do struggle with because they go, who is my audience and, and mm. how can I um, make sure I'm putting out the right kind of content um, yeah. that will kind of resonate with them. Mm. So you've got to get your know the audience, your, the demographics. So, yeah. Philip, demographics, is it the 18 to 24 year olds or is it the 
35 to 55 year olds, that's where people have to kind of consider who is going to be their likely customer. You know, Mm. is it male? Is it female? Um, You know, building up a, yeah, yeah, Yeah. customer persona. Now, you're not going to know what they have for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. But you may not, unless, you know, you're, unless they put it up and say, (laughs) yeah, unless you're on top of your relevant, they get into their their kitchen window. (laughs) Unless they uh, tag you with a photo of what they have for breakfast. Yeah. Yeah. Meet my Weedabix. Yeah. um, Yeah. Like I always kind of feel in this, in this regard, like, if you have, if you have a, if you have a, a small or a large customer base already, you mm. know, sometimes by turning your target audience persona, whatever you way you want to call it, mm-hmm. into a, a living, breathing character, so put a name on them. It's okay, a, so it's a, my audience demographic is Philip. He, he's thirty nine. He. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> he's into cycling. He um, you know, uh, he's got uh, 200 kids. Um, he uh, is a workaholic. <laughs> what does that remind me of? But you you break it down and you kind of think, who, what, what is that kind of, you know, uh, person kind of yes. likely to be interested in? And then that's where you can build up your content. Yes. A hundred percent. And uh, like, like ultimately as well is that you try and understand what are their challenges or the the famous phrase in in, on our industry is what are their pain points what is Uh, what are they searching for what do they want a solution to their problem can you be the solution yeah exactly and and what's interesting is is that depending on on the type of person that you're trying Mm. to go after they would be i suppose their interest would be piqued by different elements of your offering yeah um like I suppose to give you an example, when I used to work in a previous company, we had a couple of different personas, but to give you two, like we we worked a lot with procurement people, mm-hmm. but we also then worked a lot with um, marketing people. And even though they both came to us for the same type of service, mm-hmm. they were both very interested in very different aspects of our offering. So if we were communicating to the marketers, they were interested in in how creative we could be with our service. Mm-hmm. So any type of communication about creativity, flexibility with design um, would be what they'd be interested in. But with the procurement people, they wanted to see how can we save them money? How by using our yeah. service, save them money, yeah. made, uh, made it a cost efficient and cost effective. So once again, it's to kind of look at your audience and you may find that you have lots of different kind of individuals from job roles, job titles, where they both want to work with you, but their challenges or their reason for wanting to work with you are different. That's a good point, actually. And then you want to go uh, another point that um, and actually brings back. Do you remember we had Rand Fishkin on um, yes. he from Spark Toro and he's got a, a nice software which you can try out for free. Um, Spark mm-hmm. SparkToro.com. Yep. Um, and you can go in and look at things that maybe your audience you think would be interested, you know, find out mm-hmm. more about them, like, you know, what, yeah, what kind yeah. of say podcasts they listen to. Hopefully we're on the list. Um, um, also like publications, um, where they're likely hang out, that kind of thing can be mm-hmm. very um, helpful because yeah. then it kind of, then you'll see what kind of content they're interested in. And then that will help you craft your content. 
hundred percent. And and I think like a lot of businesses forget this as well that um especially if you have an existing customer base even if you only have five customers or you've got 500 mm. um do a survey know, yeah do a survey exactly mm. and and be kind of constantly engaging with your current audience um mm. and some of your best customers to find us and ask them questions well why do you use us why do you work with us you know what are your challenges what are the industry challenges that you face if you have a if you have a sales team that go into customers, albeit maybe not face-to-face, obviously at the moment, but if they're doing Zoom sales mm. type calls. Or even a phone call. Or a phone call, or you have a you mm. have a customer call service center. You no, know, kind of find it out because once again, you may find other kind of nuggets of mm. things that you could bring into your marketing as to what separates you from the competition. Yeah. They you uh, why, what's the harm in asking why did they go to you and not your competitor? Yeah, and it's a question that you'd be amazed how many businesses don't ask. They just they just take the I think customer. they're afraid. Possibly, but I, I I always kind of will say to businesses, you know, I would much prefer that a customer or a client comes and gives me the warts and all because mm. it gives me an opportunity to solve it. True. As opposed to live and breathe in ignorance, you know. Um, I presume in your survey you'd never ask them what you think of your digital giggle. No, that's automatically assumed that they love it. Oh, okay. All right, fair enough. <laughs> moving on, moving on. So, moving uh, on. What's so, your next tip? What's your next you know, tip? Well, you touched on it. Um, I am a big believer that when you're creating your your strategy and all that and you, you delve into your customer personas, you do need to have to have an understanding about your own brand and tone of voice and, you know, mm-hmm. how... How do you want to come across to customers? And ultimately, how would you want your customers to talk about you? Like you, you, you probably heard that saying, you know, that um, it's not about what you do for a customer, but it's how you make them feel, you know, and that yeah. whole element that when you, when you walk, say you're in a social gathering, um, when you leave the room is what people really think of you, you know, and. Uh, I'm not leaving this room today, just in case. <laughs> Emer's <laughs> lovely. Emer's <Aimer's> lovely. <laughs> Big knife comes out afterwards. Yeah. Um, so it, no, it's a bit also like when you buy something. Um, you know, they're like, you know, I'm just thinking for some reason in my head, Cadbury's chocolate. You know, like they have that. You know, you open the wrapper and you have that, and you go, oh, it's the comfort factor. You know, yes. and is that the reason you go back for the chocolate again? <laughs> One of the reasons, and um, probably because it tastes lovely and all the rest, but course, it's yeah. it's the the whole experience that mm. you know, and I think that's so true whether it's a service mm. or a product that you're, you're yeah a hundred percent yeah like like probably not so much now but certainly when steve jobs was was heading up apple mm-hmm. you know you, you you saw kind of very much how he created the brand vision for apple you know and that's kind of you wanted to it sort of almost gave the sweden that you were kind of always in the know or creatively kind of ahead of the curve if you were an Apple yeah. user, you know? And so I think it's kind of, it's getting down and a lot of people kind of go, well, how can a brand have a personality and all this kind of stuff? But um, there's a great tool. If you look online for it, it's called a brand essence wheel. Um, it's a very, a very engaging interesting exercise for business to actually go through because not only within your business but you can mm-hmm. engage with some of your key clients and it kind of gets you to ask questions as to you know how 
does our customer feel and see us as a business? Mm-hmm. Um, how do we make them feel? Um, how do we make them appear to their peers? And what I mean by that is that if you have a client that decides to use your business, how does that make them feel to their colleagues? So, for example, their customer, well, yeah, uh, Philip uh, is a real professional, really knows what he's doing because he's brought on board a company that is excellent. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's trying to distill down, I suppose, really, um, you know, three or four prime kind of keywords, as you mentioned. Um, yeah. And that when you have your sort of that mission statement, you know, XYZ company stands for this and this is what we want to achieve. That kind of, and it's not about saying, yeah, we're professional and we're flexible. It's it's to get actually, you know, what are you really and how does that come across in your content yeah. and your way of doing business? Yeah. If that, if that makes um, sense. Yeah. I, I, I like the idea of the, you know, researching through mm-hmm. using the brand um, Essence Wheel because a lot of people would probably go, oh, I'm going to go with this branding and I'm going to go with this kind of, mm. you know, tagline. Mm. And they don't really do the research. They don't yeah. really, you yeah. know, and then this is where it can be mixed messages because some people go, mm. oh, what exactly do they do? And, yeah. you know, yeah. um, I, I, I do I want to kind of go and find out more? And mm. th- that can put people off, you know, because they're not yeah. really getting across that. Yeah, correct exactly. you know information because again your tone of voice has to depend again philip also the industry you're in um is key yeah. you know you know percent yeah yeah you don't want to end up being not the right fit you know yeah. you hear by people going oh i want to stand out from my competitors but they're mm. standing out yeah and then just, not fitting in either exactly you know um, like like the classic example is if you say, look at innocent as a brand, yeah, you know, you know, it's fun, it's playful. Um, they present their their products in in a really refreshing sort of way. Like they had a great piece there on social a few weeks ago where they were, I think they were retiring their 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 brand of oat milk or something like that. Oh, it was right. almost like they created fun sort of messing around how you know our oat milk has gone to pastures new and it was kind of like, Oh, very good. But it was a, it was a fun play, but you know, that sort of fun humorous may not work for maybe a company like maybe an accountant or a solicitor where mm. they're dealing with probably more serious kind of topics. So yeah, that might be more professional um, leadership driven, if that makes sense. So yeah. And trustworthy. That's the other trustworthy, thing. Trustworthy, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, we wouldn't know anything about that, would we? Um, oh, anyway. How do you spell it? <laughs> oh, T R. I'm lost after that. Yep. Um, so you're doing very well. You know who you, you know. You've you've gone through the steps so far, and we have covered. Um, you know, uh, what are your 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 smart goals? Um, and then you, you starting to know your audience. Yeah? yeah. Yeah. Um, and then you've starting to get your branding right and your tone of voice and yeah. everything's yeah. looking good. What, what do we stand for? You're, yeah. you're, you're kind of fully dressed online. Um, yeah. but you're not really, cause, uh, you've got to create some sort of bank of content. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Make I'm not, draw. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, you gotta, you gotta add to it, not just take away, you know, 100%. um, so that's where you, again, your goals and your objectives are 
highly important because, you know, then you if you don't have those then you don't have ideas for your content. Very much so. Like, I think it's um, when you've gone through, you know, talking about your target audience and stuff that will sort of define to a certain extent as well, yeah. potentially the social channels that those people may be on, because some yeah. may be on Facebook, but some might be more active on Instagram. Um, and what content you put on the channels, you can't just put the same content mm. across the board because you have to fit the tone of the platform. So here's an example. LinkedIn is definitely different to Instagram. Yes. So um, if you're doing certain people do reels around here, we won't go there. They certainly wouldn't put the reels up on LinkedIn, would they? No, because <laughs> they'd lose their connections. <laughs> um, yeah, not a good look. Not a good yeah, look. Yeah. Um, no, 100%. You know, I think. Uh, I you think can repurpose good. certain content, but there's content yeah, the, you, you can't repurpose yeah like the, like certain channels like linkedin is the classic one it is very it has always been very classic b2b yeah um it is more of a professional thought leadership type of approach um yeah. there's been plenty it's, bit, of, it's a bit like they say it's like a business card it is yeah and it's yeah. like a it's a business network yeah um so so you're kind of showing up there from a profile perspective to present mm -hmm. you know um i suppose business conversation business thought leadership business business engagement etc like i've mm -hmm. seen it where people have apologized because they might have put up a personal post but it, it's 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 relevant and good but then i've seen some people who've put up content that they've then been sort of had received a lot of criticism where people said listen that's more content for facebook yeah um, actually i'll tell you a story and um di don't worry i didn't make it i i think it was it was you know the way you know that uh website we like days of the year right yeah, and it was know. national cheesecake day right so listen we all like a slice of cake at some stage you know in the week you know um, i'm not saying every day it's not no. a good not a good strategy no 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 but i was friday sunday <laughs> Friday, Saturday, Sunday. But anyway, whatever day what day of the week it was, I decided I'm putting up. I, I was having a piece of cheesecake with my coffee at three o'clock in the afternoon. You know, you know, that dip in the afternoon where you're kind of feeling yeah. that your sugar balls has dropped. Boom, yeah. you need a little bit of a lift. Yeah, yeah. And I put it on LinkedIn and I actually got some nice comments. People were asking me, did I actually bake it? And I'm going, I, I wanted to go back and say yes, but I said no. Um, but it just shows you independent. You can slightly bend the rules, but again, it has to be relevant to what you do, why yeah. you're doing it, exactly. and will it speak to your audience? Because yes. will they engage back on it? Well, well, that's it. You know, I think, uh, and I think as well that a lot of businesses get worried that um, they have to create all the content from scratch. Mm. You know, it has all been new content. But like, if you actually take a step back and and look at what content you already have, you know, doing a little content audit. Yeah. You know, you know, what do you have? Have you? Actually, that's where you go and you look in your insights and you go and you see hmm. what's working and yeah. what's not working. Absolutely. You know, and if you, as I said, if you have a sales team or you have a call center. um, Like you do, well, Philip. Like me, I'm all yeah. over the place, you know, <laughs> global, you know. <laughs> but, you know, in, in, in like engage, like having like, 
the old school technique of having brainstorms, I think, is still so valuable. You yeah, know, get I your agree. team around the table and kind of say, okay, what are the industry challenges? Well, yeah. What's going on in our industry? Is there anything? Um, Actually, but, look and see also what your competitors are putting up because sometimes yeah, you go, do you know that yeah. seems to be working for them? Let's do mm. maybe something in homage to that. I'm not saying exactly yeah. the same, but there could be something that might be yeah. seen to be working, and you could do well. We've got a, we've got a, um, a product line. Or we have a service that's mm. kind of similar. Maybe we could play on that, you know. Yeah, like depending on your target audience, you know, and the fact obviously that we're all, uh, unfortunately, we're taking a couple of steps back with with COVID because of the new variants now, yeah. and and you yeah. know, it's, it's creating concerns. But you may have um, maybe your your product or service can be tweaked or whatever to help people who are fearful of that or businesses mm. that might be impacted by another lockdown that you can provide something. So, um, so once again, you don't have to create anything new if you already have material yeah. that can be repurposed and reused. And it's not even just finding content, but why don't share out maybe content from a, an associate business or a local business that is in yeah. line with you. For example, like um, you could be, ha- you could have a hairdressers, Philip. I don't know. You probably do. And um, Personal yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, you could actually um, share out the local barber, you know, that yeah. maybe you decided to team up and you're going to roll out a joint um venture with them you know yeah, so maybe yeah. like a loyalty card and and mm. let both audiences know that could be another 100%. way forward yeah, you know 100 i think it's just uh it's just trying to mm. sometimes think outside the box um exactly. oh i have another one actually yeah. user generated content so yeah. somebody goes and buys in a nice coffee from your coffee shop and you could say you know uh we would love to share out your post so if you tag us you know, you're we'll give you we'll give you a shout out and a mention and stuff. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You know, um, yeah, hundred percent. Like there's it, it, once again, it's it's to keep it simple. You don't have to try and kind of rework the wheel, mm-hmm. but it's just about. I know, but oh, people get lost and they kind of go, you know, where am I going to go? I have no mm-hmm. no ideas. I'm getting yeah. kind of bored putting up the same stuff. So, again, yeah. the thoughts of maybe a content calendar could help, and you could map out what you. You know, hundred um, percent. Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. Could go forward with you know because yeah. again, we all have days that we kind of go. I haven't a clue what I'm doing today. Well, I know you don't. I do. <laughs> you see, like I know you've put me on a pedestal, and that's wonderful, <laughs> and it's right. I'm do. only because today we're on hundredth show. That's the only reason I'm being nice to you. You know. Oh uh, well, I, like I suppose because we're talking about strategy or planning when it does come to your content marketing it is always good to develop a content marketing plan as well so you have your overarching digital marketing strategy but the embed in that is having a content marketing okay plan as well. can i put you back on that you're yeah. oh he uses this word a lot right so anyway overarching strategy what is that <laughs> well i suppose you have your you have your overall social media plan strategy as in okay so it's like it's like a one-liner kind of yeah yeah so like so that is sort of kind of you've done a deep dive on the business well this is how Mm. i do it and you do you've done a deep dive on the business you you know where all your strengths and your weaknesses the opportunities um you've then decided that you drill down on your audience groups as we Mm -hmm. discussed yeah um 
uh, you've decided we're going to be on these channels. Mm-hmm. We're going to make sure that this is going to be the KPIs and the measurement that we're mm-hmm. going to do. We'll put aside a good budget to make this happen. But then it's good to create, like, um, I suppose, a plan within that overarching strategy around your, your content. Um, so it's back to, and this can be encompassed in when you're doing your overall social media goals, but kind of look at your, your content goals. What are, what do you want to achieve? So something like video views, maybe you want to see how, you know, say we'd like to get 100 video views and you might actually go exactly. about that. Exactly. We want mm-hmm. our ebook downloaded. We want to increase our, our email. Um, we yeah. want our content, as you mentioned at the start, we want our content to just drive awareness. So yeah. how does awareness transfer? Well, we want to see a lot more month and month of website traffic mm-hmm. with month and month reduced bounce rates on the pages, increased yeah. page time. Data. We've talked about doing the content audit, as you've mm-hmm. mentioned. Um, you know, putting in a place, agreeing with your team, okay, how are we going to manage all this content? Will we use our website as being our core mm-hmm. garden of activity? And is that going to be through WordPress, for example? Okay. Um, you know, you've mentioned, obviously, uh, daysoftheyears.com. There's other great tools, which we both know, like Answer the Public. Oh, yeah. It's yeah, yeah. great. Um, That's actually really good. So what you do, uh, guys, is answerthepublic.com and you go and you put in one or two keywords. If yeah. you go too broad, it makes it very difficult. Yeah. Um, make sure you put in the right location because I think it's like default mm. to the US or something. Yeah. Um, and then you can put in, as I say, the, the couple of keywords and you might be surprised at what people um, are asking out there. Like you could put out social media joke and people will go, how can I stop? Stop this the guy curly telling girl. jokes. God How sake. do you stop the curly marketer telling jokes? Yeah, sorry, um, sorry. Um, but um, no, there are questions. And then that could help you with yes. crafting, say, frequently asked questions. You yeah. could actually make it a blog title, a video yeah. title, um, you know, even start a conversation maybe with a poll, you know, yeah. all those kind of things. 100%. Um, yeah. yeah, you can use Google Trends once again. You can get yeah. the trends for, to- uh, you know, even setting up google alerts which is free yes. for yourself around keywords and you can get a actually a that's actually not a bad thing to do google alerts for mm. your business name yeah very much so mm. um and even competitors you know if your competitor is mentioned on the internet um google can send you a daily or a weekly alert to say um that some this particular word that you've chosen has been mentioned um mm-hmm. competitive research as you mentioned Emer, very very important you know yeah. don't be afraid to go on to competitors websites you know seeing mm-hmm. do they have a blog what are they writing about yeah what sort of lead magnets or a better about? one for you is their their google business profile 100 yeah you know um, um i mean that's the first i call it the gateway to your digital assets it's your google business profile because that's yeah. the first thing people see yeah. um and they'll go and look and see have they replied to review? How many reviews they have? You know, do they have yeah. any updates? And mm. are they posting images or video on it? You know, I mean, yeah. that's another um, strategy, isn't it? No, no, 100%. I think if you know more about your comparison, they probably know about themselves. The, yeah. Good on you, you know. Um, I think it's important as well to take some time to determine the content that yes. you want to create. Like some people love to write, so maybe blogs. Mm-hmm. might be the way to go 
but some people are more into audio. So maybe as a as a podcast or or audio type content best for you. Yeah. Some people, a bit like myself, love video. Some people like to create downloadable pieces. So maybe ebooks or research mm-hmm. reports, um, checklists, checklists, yeah, uh, white papers, courses like we had Ian Brody on. Uh, yes. on the podcast um yeah. talking about courses so so look at i suppose you know what you what you think you want to do uh what and then of course and um, the the center hub for that is your content calendar for your content yeah. strategy 100 percent, yeah because um, if you don't if you plan to fail or is it no fail to plan fail to plan, plan, plan to fail yeah yeah exactly so, um, um but yeah and then as you say um go back and your goals and your objectives you know, are a key factor because mm. if you don't have those in your, you know, uh, center point, then you're not going to be able to yeah. plan out a content calendar, you know? Exactly. Yeah. There's like if you've got certain goals and objectives set. Yeah. But they don't marry against the content that you want to, you're thinking of mm. producing, you know, it's like there's no point going off doing a blog if you're trying to, if you want to grow your YouTube channel, possibly. Yeah. It might and be. so you're doing very well, Philip, when you've got your content calendar and then you realize, oh, I must post. But then I I don't know if you find this. Um, I have people that will come. Oh, yeah, I'm going to post on Facebook and Instagram and they share them out at the same time. And I go, no, don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's it's you're you're doing yourself no favors because mm-hmm. the post that goes out on Facebook might be at the right time. But your insights on your Instagram could be different. Yeah. So. You're, you can't really kill two birds with one stone. Yeah, I think like certainly uh, Instagram, if you have a business account on Instagram, in the insights there, you, mm-hmm. you're able to get an idea of when your audience is online. Yep. Um, uh, you can get something similar um, on Facebook, on the mm-hmm. insights. Uh, Twitter, once again, I believe in the Twitter creator studio. I think there is a, an element there you can find best times to tweet. Yes, that's correct. Um, but to be perfectly honest, yeah, you know, I've seen so many blog posts about the best time to post on Twitter, the best time to, you know, but yeah. it really is, it's, it's because your audience is so personal to you. Mm-hmm. And because at the end of the day, we're all human beings, you know, Yeah. you know, just because you might see one day a posting well at 12 o'clock doesn't mean that maybe the following day at 12 o'clock is, is going to work. So, mm-hmm. so it is about just really testing and trying, you know, even for maybe a month, you know, having something as simple as a, as a Google sheet yeah. where you list down social channel content type time posted and um, An engagement, engagement uh, mm. captured yeah and you might start to see a pattern then that's mm-hmm. yeah between 12 and 2 on certain channels we're guaranteed good engagement yeah but then after that it's pants you know so yeah well um, we believe your pants there absolutely. um <laughs> that but then the other thing is people are kind of going oh, i want to save time and i know i'm very much the mantra like you know you could sit down and sit down on a Sunday morning, Philip, with your nice mm-hmm. coffee and you could start to schedule out some posts, but then yeah. don't schedule out too far because mm-hmm. you could have, there could be an issue in the news or mm-hmm. yeah. something has, you know, evolved with the business and you have something going on. Yeah. Uh, I shouldn't laugh, but it does happen, you know? No, no, no you're right. Um, I think it's kind of, 
Look, unless unless the 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 content is completely evergreen, I think mm. I think you should kind of you know don't as you said don't go too far. Like maybe you know for the fine week, you know maybe mm. the last the the Friday start to get everything prepped for the following week. Yeah. Um, but even then, be mindful of what may be going on because if you if you have, for example, um, a tweet or a post that is based something highly topical. And then something in that topical arena changes very yes. quickly that your post or tweet will be completely out of date within or off the mark. Off the mark. You need to be mindful mm. of that. Um, yeah. Yeah. 100%. Um, and we're not saying don't schedule. We're just saying just not not till um, next yeah. Christmas. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Happy 2024. <laughs> God, um, he's been busy. <laughs> he's been busy. You know? um, but certainly, like, like you mentioned, there are tools. Like, um, mm. there's a whole raft of social media tools, and it can. Okay, what are, what kind of ones? What are your favorites? <clears throat> well, I used to use a lot of tools. Like, some of my favorite have been uh, for social media scheduling, were um, Buffer, mm. Hootsuite. Yeah, uh, I've used uh, Sendable, um, Social Pilot, Smarter Q. Feed Alpha, we had Gary Evans on. Feed Alpha. Um, mm. But it's interesting now, like like Twitter on desktop. Um, yeah. There's obviously TweetDeck, but I, when I'm scheduled on Twitter now, I, I tend to schedule directly within the in the native desktop itself. You have Do you know what? Ability. Sometimes that's not a bad idea because then you can go, mm. I better just double check I have that scheduled. And yeah. if you've been yeah. using something else and you have a panic, you go, you what is it? it? Yeah. 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 You know, um, yeah, the, the only the only drawback really is that um, if you want to tag someone on the tweet, you have to tag them within the, the tweet caption copy mm. um, where normally if you are not scheduling a tweet, you could tag on an image. Yes. Um, but when you're scheduling on, on the Twitter desktop, you can't tag, unfortunately, on the image. But you could afterwards, you could turn around and go, just want to give a shout out to, you know, in the comment, you could put a exactly. tag in there. Yes, you know? exactly. Yeah. Um, Facebook, I've moved over really to uh, Instagram. I tend to use uh, the creative studio. Creator studio. Creator studio now, yeah. Um, I know there's business suite, but and I don't like business suite. I think it's very clunky. I just think it's, mm. you know, I know there's an app for both, but I think mm. creator studio is much more. Much easier. User friendly. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's sort of that's what for the that's what I use for, for yeah. Facebook scheduling now and for Instagram mm. scheduling. Um, unfortunately, LinkedIn and shout out LinkedIn. Come on, get the finger out. <laughs> you know, hurry up. You're always no. Behind. They want you. They want you to be there in the moment. They don't I want know, you scheduling. You know? I know, but like, um, yeah. Unfortunately, they're the only social channel that don't have an inbuilt scheduling. Yeah. So you use you need to use a tool. Actually, do you know what's actually a nice one? Um, if you want to not schedule on Creator Studio, I'm not saying don't, is later.com because mm. you can actually create the, you know, the, the posts that you want to do mm. and you can schedule them. They have a lovely big calendar and you pop it in, you mm. can move it around. But what I like about it is you can actually see the mobile phone image of what it would look like before it posts. So if you're being aesthetically, that's a that's a big word, aesthetically. I said it again. Um, <laughs> if you want your feed to look a certain way and you just want to make sure that the tones and the colors and, and the flow, mm. you know, you can use later.com yeah. and you can do it on an app as well. They have, 
you know? very good very good mm. um yeah like i think i think later has a free plan do they, do they have a yeah they plan? do yeah and, yeah and buffer and hootsuite also have a, a free plan so yeah yeah if you have three social media accounts i think it is maybe yeah. twitter facebook and instagram mm. or twitter facebook linkedin um you can even use those for free yeah and yeah if you have a facebook you can use the facebook but i think sometimes what you were saying is nearly better is just schedule um yeah. natively um mm. except you have to go on to linkedin when you're in the moment when you're in the moment exactly in the um the other thing as well is and one thing i like and i do show because I, I, is bitly now the mm. reason i like bitly is because it has three little features that i think are actually really helpful and mm. um, you know when you have that big long url and you want to have it shortened especially yes. it's not just thinking of twitter but i'm talking about when you post an image or video that is not linked back to your website or mm. to someone else's and you will have a call to action you know like you've maybe you know baked a cake philip and you've got a lovely and you're just about ice it in the lovely video if you want to come and get my recipe click here for the recipe <laughs> yeah you've got the bitly link and you can track it mm. but the other thing as well is say you want to customize it. it's a bit like having your own url on mm. the the link um it means that you can then sort of get a, an idea of also where your traffic's coming from mm. you know and um, was it popular you know all those kind of lovely things, you know. Yeah, well, it's all about the measurement again. Yes. You know, if what you're posting is actually getting engagement, and and if it has been really good, you can go back into that media studio and you can repost it. You can. That's the fair. Uh, See, that's the beauty. You know, yep. so um, like certainly other tools that I love. I think you love this as well as Canva. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. great for businesses. You know, because. Um, Photoshop and Illustrator are there's there's quite an, ex, an extensive learning curve on those yeah. and if and if design or creative direction isn't really your your area that or you in. don't have a and I'm sorry to say I know there's probably graphic designers out there but if you haven't got the budget for a graphic designer and you just want to do some simple things like you've got lovely mm. photographs and you want to yeah. put a text overlay on them or you know um, you through you know yeah. Yeah, and and it saves the the you know the creations yeah. as well, so you can go back and duplicate. Hundred um, percent. Or yeah. even they have a nice facility in there, um, mm. but I think it's a pro version. Is that you can resize, and you can yeah. take out backgrounds and all that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah. So, um, no, I actually think it's a bit of fun as well, even if you're not creatively mm. orientated. You know, you can go in and make some lovely images. Yeah, there's so many templates there at your disposal yeah that's you know with very little creative design experience you can actually create something that actually looks pretty pretty good yeah so and they have an app so you could create you it, on, it on, the on the desktop and then, and then if the you want to put it up on instagram you can just yeah. download it to your your camera roll and then yeah. put it up there so um yeah have to say that's a handy little tool it is um mm. And uh, again, we had talked about curation tools um, because I think that's really important because it's mm. not all about you, Philip, or me on social. Well, oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it not all about me, Emer? I want it to be all about me. <laughs> you, can't, you can't share on our podcast, you know, go to uh, Spotify. Sure. Yeah, yeah, very yeah, true. yeah. yeah. But again, it, it is kind of important that you have mixed content that will you know, mm. here, oh, I find this, guys, and I thought it might be helpful to you. Top 10 tips on yeah. how to style your hair, whatever it is, you know, if you're yeah. a hairdresser. 
Hundred um, yeah. percent. Like as you mentioned, we had Gary on from Feed mm-hmm. Alpha, uh, yeah. great Irish business, um, great social media schedule, but also has the added benefits that it also yes. gives you built-in content curation opportunities. And they're Irish, exactly. Um, so, and what we mean by content curation is that if you, for example, let's just say you're an accountant, uh, you could put into Feed Alpha. Uh, for content that's kind of related maybe to your industry. Financial maybe, tips. Maybe, you know, financial tip. Maybe there's mm. publications that you mm. could follow. And news, yeah. they'll be able to showcase those to you and you can share those on your show source channels. Yeah, so it's a real time saver. It's a real time saver. Um, like I think, <clears throat> I think big thing from the strategy point, as we mentioned, is, you know, jumping into your analytics. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Getting in there and checking to see what's working, what's not working. Um, It's not even that like you have. okay, you have Facebook and you have Twitter and you have Instagram analytics and you also have them with a company page. um, if you've got one on LinkedIn Um, but that's kind of limited. But the biggie would be your Google Analytics, you know? Yeah. um, Yeah. Google Analytics. Yeah. Like like I think. Google Analytics is one of those, uh, I suppose, those kind of tools that has so much potential for so many businesses because, mm-hmm. you know, I, I've had it in the past where clients thought, yeah, no, we definitely, uh, our audience is definitely on 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 Twitter, for example. Mm-hmm. But then suddenly kind of when you drill down into the analytics, you see, well, actually, it's Facebook and Instagram. You get yeah. nothing from Twitter. Um, but even allowing you to see the type of posts on Twitter that are getting people back to your website mm-hmm. yeah, and you know, what campaigns are working. Um, yeah. So, and then you can also see, say you'd posted as a guest blog or you've, mm-hmm. you know, been mentioned in maybe some, some article yourself or whatever. It can be yeah. interesting to see where that referral traffic comes from, you know? Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. Um, and then if you have been guest guested on something or noted on something, mm-hmm. you can share that out. That's another you know, way yeah. of, yeah. you know, widening your, you know, uh, yeah. awareness about what you do as well. People may not realize they, you know, yeah. so. No, abso- um, absolutely. And so, yes, so Google Analytics and also using the on-platform analytics, you know, Twitter analytics, Facebook insights, yeah. Instagram analytics, LinkedIn analytics, not as robust as the other no. ones, but on your person profile, there is elements. There's like a little kind of graph box sometimes just under yeah. uh, the post that you can click into to see who's liked, shared profile. And my favorite platform, Google Business Profiles. I have to keep reminding myself it's Google called that. Google My Biz. Yeah. They have insights. So yeah. you could be very surprised and it breaks it down into week Hmm. month quarter so you can yeah. see you know what's been um you what's might been going on. A, yeah you can be quite surprised and they also if you go for you click another button within their insights you can go in and see what keywords people have been using to trigger your profile so yeah you know i wouldn't be afraid of i know it sounds really scary but you can't break it you can go in <laughs> yeah Although you probably if I can would go in and look, it, yeah. you know, guys, yeah. you know, um, uh, because I have to say, you know, it, as you say, Philip, metrics are so important because then you have a better idea of how you're doing. As I say. Yeah, well, what they say is that to measure is to know. Yeah. But then sometimes you don't want to know. Yeah. Just keep posting. <laughs> keep posting. Don't look at it. It's tanking. <laughs> But it's um, like, you know, uh, again, you you're it comes down to things like your engagement, you know, like, you know, likes, comments, shares, you know, yeah, what's been clicked, 
you know? Yeah, like, like ultimately it comes back to your your objectives as well. You know, yeah. that's um if you might say, well, it's great, we got 200 likes, but not one person clicked on the piece. Hmm. Um or like there was you know, November, right? And yeah. you know, I was working with a company and they were um doing a November um campaign mm. and one of the guys going a mustache yes. and they were comparing him to um Tom Selleck his name's Tom yeah. so they were trying to figure out which Tom wore up better you know that kind yeah. of thing you know yeah, can be yeah, a, yeah. you know um and they were raising money for a charity which I thought was good Fantastic. so they had yeah. said like for every comment they'd put a you know a euro towards yeah. um yeah. and they were quite surprised that people seemed to like their Tom more than Tom Selleck there you go yeah, that's right. yes, and ultimately it is about that social interaction and yeah. getting conversation going around a cause like what Tom was doing, you know. So, so yeah, yeah. I think we're kind of coming to the end. I think it's really just when you're looking at social media, patience is a big thing. I think you have to. Yeah, I know that. Patient. I know it's that not, feeling. It's not a quick win, <laughs> you know. It's not a quick win. Hundred want- shows later, it's not a quick win. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Lord. You know. But I think it is about having patience. I think it is not, as you always say, it's not about just set and forget, no. ghost and ghost. I think it's a case of that you have be to be social talk. on social. Yeah, be social, engage with your community, keep testing. Whether if you're talking, say, Twitter, you know, test tweets that don't have an mm. image or a video, test tweets with an image, test tweets with a video, or even an audio tweet. An audio tweet, indeed. Mm-hmm. Test length of tweet or length of post see what works and there's something if you find that something is working do more of it until Mm -hmm. it gets to a point where it's not working anymore and you just have to switch it up um and that's where you kind of go where am i going to get some inspiration oh yeah i'm going to go and check out somebody else who's like me so that means keeping track of your competitors yeah look i'm going to say this philip they're going to be checking you out yeah Absolutely. They may not be checking you out exactly, but they'll be checking out what you're doing, you know? Of course they will, you know? you know? And sometimes flattery is the greatest form of whatever. Flattery? <laughs> flattery. <laughs> yeah. You mean, uh, what's the word? Um, homage or, you know, posting something on a similar vein, maybe. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Copying. Yeah, copying yeah. is this, um, yeah. not that we would ever say to people that you should be copying other people's content because that would be wrong but but certainly that's probably why there's nobody else out doing social media jokes you know that yeah they probably have a good strategy that they want to keep their followers and yeah i know know, so i know um, so um but again they they could be posting on certain platforms and then they could be doing things like and i can't believe i'm going to say this reels or tiktoks you know and they might be getting more engagement on there than they would be say on instagram yeah and like if you're keeping an eye on what they're doing it might give you some ideas you know that you Mm. might never have thought of well that's an interesting way to present Mm -hmm. the same solution yeah what happens if you're not into doing all the the like high kicks and dancing and Sinking, yeah, you well, know, I suppose it, it really comes back, <laughs> down to, it comes back down to your business. I suppose, like sometimes, yeah. if, if your business is really is a, is a business where it comes down to the human interaction, even you know, some nice sort of social media post that introduces, you know, here are the faces behind the business. Yeah, you know, the next time you come into a local shop, you're going to meet Mary and John. Hi, yeah. I'm Mary. 
you know, yeah. I'm looking forward or to you could actually, if you're a little bit kind of, oh, not sure what to post, what about your like frequently asked questions? Yeah, I got asked this today and I just thought I'd come on and I'll share this just, you yeah. know, and that helps with transparency. And it could be yeah. the question that somebody's actually asking themselves. Exactly. You know, and, and the more you show yourself as the company that can be trusted, that has the answers, that knows mm. how to solve our problems. And through that sharing of content, you'd be surprised with the relationship building yeah. that's going to happen from that, you know. Because so. they'll go, oh, I can't wait to tune in next week and see what Philip's next social media joke is. Yeah. Poor Emer. God <laughs> love her. <laughs> no wonder she feels 100. But there yeah. you go. So yeah. Um, yeah. so listen, we could talk for another 100 years, but yeah. I think we better not. We, we better we better wrap it up. Um, yeah. But yeah. No, this has been a good show. I think, uh, I think definitely, uh, hopefully you, the listeners, will kind of, take away about the importance of you know having a plan doesn't mm-hmm. have to be extremely complicated but get something down have a reason why you're doing what you're doing yeah start off the new year on a you know fresh yeah. approach 100 yeah 100%. so uh yeah, so, so uh, uh philip honestly this is just flow you know it, we have to do this more often <laughs> i think so i think so how are you fixed for next week <laughs> <laughs> Same time, same place, Emer. Oh, okay. There you see, guys, um, you can rely on us. So there you exactly. go. You but, uh, but no, obviously, we would like to say thank you to everyone, all of our listeners, all of our 100 guests that we've had, um, mm. guests that uh, have said they'd like to come on the show, to the radio station that obviously has supported us as well um, for the radio show. Um uh, we just want to say uh, thank you so much. It's been a it's yeah. been a great adventure. Thank you for being with me, guys, because it is you know it's uh, it can be painful. <laughs> painful. But I want to say thanks to everyone who's downloaded and subscribed to the podcast because um, yeah, exactly. we really appreciate that. So, um, so, so thank you. And so, Philip, uh, yeah, here's the next one hundred, as they say. Indeed, yeah, we've lots more coming up. And in the meantime, if you enjoyed today's show, you will be able to catch it again and the other shows on the Let's Get Social Show podcast on Podbean, iTunes, Spotify, and of course on the Dublin South of M website. So do please download and subscribe so you won't miss an episode. And all that's left to say is I've been Philip Twyford, the Curly Marketer. And I've been Emer Duffy of Fit Social Media. And we'll see you again soon for more Let's Get Social. See you then. Bye.